So the Houston Rockets might be changing their tune on Alper Shangun as the starting center. I'm going to tell you why this is a game changer. Tap in. Enjoy. The Rockets Chop Shop is your one-stop shop for all your basketball needs. For highlights, analysis, podcasts, we do it all here at the Rockets Chop Shop. Make sure you hit the like button on the videos that you watch if you enjoy them. Hit the subscribe button to get notifications from all the great drops that we have on the channel. Also, you can visit the Chop Shop merch store and get you some of the swaggiest gear in the Houston Rockets kingdom. And if you want, you know, you can always support the channel directly through donations. And if you want, you can support us through our partnerships with our sponsors. The Rockets Chop Shop is made by fans for fans, and we're going to keep rocking and keep dropping that heat. You know, we haven't even mentioned the guy who might be the breakout year of them all. You know, the big man down I'll low. I know. Uh, based on how Eme plays, and you know his his penchant for defense. I mean, we've seen him with the center as kind of like the defensive enforcer, rebounder, right. hub. But the ball's running on the wing, and he's got a lot of wing players. Is there? Is there a home in the in the uh I don't wanna say uh EMA ecosystem, but in the EMA universe, is there a home for yeah. a post up big man who gets buckets and at any point can just kinda take over a game? I think so. I think uh when you have and I think the Rockets have they made this shift internally where they're going to allow their young players to explore their games and they're not gonna put them in boxes. So you have a guy in Shangun who, you know, isn't regarded as a good defender right now, but that doesn't mean that, you know, he's going to like they're gonna surround him with good defenders to try and make things easier on him. And just because of how talented he's offensively, you you have to find a way to make that work, right? So there are some schools of thought that that want to see Jabari gets some time as a small ball five just because of his size and his ability to switch on defense and Ime's propensity for guys that can guard different positions and space the floor. But at the same time, Jabari is not physically ready to be a long-term option at center, whereas Shangun is further along in that department. So I think for, for Houston, in order for them to find out what they really have, you still need time. You still need a training camp. You still need a preseason. You still need, you know, some weeks and months into the regular season to figure out exactly what he has at his disposal. But right now, I still think there's definitely a home for Shangun in Houston. They have to find a way to make it work because in the last regime under Steven Silas, he, they didn't get the best out of him at times. They didn't put him in the best situation at times. Now you're coming into a whole new coaching staff. The thinking is that they'll be able to kind of pick up where pick up the pieces of, of the last two years and really push this thing along forward. So if you're a regular on this channel, you already know my stances on Alperin Shangun, right? I think the Rockets have misused him along with a lot of our other young players over the past two years. And it's kind of refreshing to hear somebody that's close to the team say that they're pivoting. They're making a shift in internally, which the only difference between the previous regime and the new regime we have now is a coaching, right? So basically, he may, this is what he may say. Because Stone, we've heard over the past few years how they felt about LP, Never really used them. And it's kind of funny the words Kelly uses there. How do you go from an internal shift to stop boxing players in, right? Like, you went from, we're going to box our players into a specific role, which is stuff that I've told y'all. I've told y'all that these guys were being misused because of just how 
how how rigid the uh, coach Silas was with his offensive uh, game plan and his all his schemes. Everything was rigid, trying to force uh, round pegs into square holes, whatever the term is for that. But you know, I've I've really spoken on this over the years about how the players weren't being maximized, whether on defense or on offense. And Alpi, to me, was probably the most egregious of the group when it came to this. And to hear that Coach Adoka is actually open and is being true to his word, what he said in that press conference, that he's not a coach that just does what he does because he has to do it. He's a coach that looks at the talent that he has on the team and then adjusts based on that talent. And if you're a basketball watcher, I don't give a damn at what level, you can tell like Alper Shangun is special, right? This is no secret. So it's refreshing to hear that from the coaching staff. And if you think about that last year's team, the only time we got to see Alper Shangun really kind of let loose was when KPJ got hurt. And you know what I mean? This is no shot at KPJ. I know how y'all get with the weird kind of beefs uh, with players. But when KPJ was hurt, due to the fact that it was less offensive creation on the team, one less shot maker on the team, it forced Steven Silas to be able to use Alper Shangun as kind of a semi-hub. They didn't go full Shangun like Jokic hub, but they kind of went a halfway through and it was good. It was good to watch. Now the wins weren't there, but to me, that's a different reason I'm going to talk about later. But it was good to watch him, and and it was it was kind of eye opening during some of the stretches of those games to see how effective Alp was. And if y'all remember, I made a video actually uh, discussing the stretch of games where Alp was being the, used as the hub. It wasn't like I said nothing crazy like a Sabonis usage or touches or or Jokic usage or, or touches, but the team actually leaned into Alp as the center hub for about eight games. And in that eight game stretch, he went crazy. But overall, it was about, I think KPJ missed roughly 20 games during a stretch lasting from about January 13th down to uh, February 28th, where he was out, almost a two month stretch. And in that time, the first month in January, you know, they went really full into LP and Jalen was struggling during that month. And then the second month, uh, it kind of faded off a little bit. It faded off a little bit. In that stretch, in that, it was about 19 games because Alpi missed one of those games. He averaged 16 points, nine rebounds, and six assists. That's 16, nine, and six on 54% field goal shooting, 50% from three on low volume, and 70% from the free throw line. And in that eight-game stretch I'm talking about, Alpi went crazy. He was playing like an all-star, like a, a first-team all-star, first selection type of center in the NBA. And this was just, like I said, eight game is low volume, but... You still look at it. Dude was averaging 20, 10, and 7. 20, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists in that eight-game stretch from January 13 to January 26. And in that stretch, they only won one game. And there was a reason why. There is a reason why. There is a reason why Alp was playing so good, but they only won one game. And the reason was Jabari Smith Jr. So one of the key things that I saw during that stretch of games while Shangun was balling out and the team was still not converting it to wins is one, KPJ was missed. Right. As much as people dislike Kevin Porter Jr., he was a big part of the reason the Rockets had any success, because when he played good, we played good. The second reason was Jabari Smith Jr. Now, Jabari, y'all know he, he had a terrible rookie year, especially in the first half of the season. He picked it up after the All-Star break. But for the most part, during a majority of his rookie year, he was the reason that we were able to, uh, to draft the man Thompson. Right. He really got us a man Thompson. Shout out to Jabari for uh, getting us a man. But. I mean, he really struggled. And this was the case during that stretch when Kevin Porter went down and Alp was balling. 
And even though Al P was putting up these great numbers, like we remember the Lakers game where he dropped 35, um, Jabari really had some really rough games throughout that stretch. And that's usually around the time where young guys hit that wall that January because you're going past 30, 40 games past what you're used to in college and high school. So he was struggling bad. And you could look at the, the numbers to show this. If, if I go to uh, cleaning the glass and I'm looking at the Rockets uh, uh, lineups right now, the best lineups uh, that the Rockets have usually feature Alpin Shangun. Um, and, and the best lineup they had was one that featured Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, Kenyon Martin, Tari, and Al P. So that five-man lineup had the highest net rating for the team, plus 27, with 128.9 points per possession on offense. So they were balling. They were scoring. The EFG for that lineup is 65%, which is nuts. Uh, defensively, they were killing it, 101.9 points per possession. Now, this is not, not just small amounts. This is an 159 possessions. This was a real thing. This was a real thing, 159 possessions of this. And you would think that, okay, Tari should probably be starting. I advocated for that because I didn't think Jabari was ready, but NBA politics, blah, 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 tanking team, they didn't care. That's going to be an interesting thing this year, though. Y'all sleeping on Tari Eason. But that was one of our better lineups, especially with Al P um, leading that. Now, if you look at another one of our better lineups, it with featuring Shangun, most of them do feature Alperin Shangun, was the one featuring... Dacia Nix, shout out to Nix, Eric Gordon, Kenya Martin, Jabari. So there is a lineup with Jabari and Al P there, but it's offset by having uh, Eric Gordon in there with Nix instead of Kevin Porter and Jalen Green. So it's and to me, the reason you're seeing that being more of a of a fitting lineup is because in that lineup, it's more role players and Al P being the central offensive creator with Eric Gordon and Al P had low key good pick and roll. They had low key, low key good pick and roll. But for the most part, most of the lineups that feature Al P and Jabari were trash. They were trash. And if you look at some of the box scores, Jabari just really played bad in those games. Like he really, really was dragging down the team on a lot of those uh, those those games. And you could see the impact of this when you take Jabari off the court. Um, if you filter the lineups where Al P's on the court and Jabari's off the court, and this is for the entire season. Y'all check this out. The entire season. In 1,064 possessions, that's damn near half a season. When Shangun was on the court and Jabari was off the court, the Rockets were a plus 7.5. In 1,064 possessions, the team would have been probably a 40-something win team just with that alone. Just with that alone. And obviously the number one being the lineup I said before, the KPJ, Jalen Green, KJ, Tari Eason, and Shangun. Second best one, Jalen Green, Eric Gordon, Kenya Martin Jr., Tari Eason, and Alperin Shangun. So I want you guys to think about this pattern. Think about this pattern. Think about what you're looking at. And you can tell what Kelly was saying towards the end of that interview, that the Rockets feel like they could surround him with good defenders. You know why? Go look at the numbers. I just told you, when they put Tari and KJ next to him as the forwards and wings, 101 defensive net rating. Right, 101 defensive uh, points per possession given uh, given up to the other team, which is elite. That would be a top five defense in the NBA. The numbers are there, and I appreciate a coach that's able to do his investigation, look at the film, look at the numbers to know that if I can put good defenders around a talented player with deficiencies and put players in position to be successful, what are we doing? Like, what were we doing? What were we doing? That's this is really, really like it's a game changer, bro. 
this is a big deal for the Rockets because I feel like this type of forward thinking, and this is what I've been saying the whole time, is like try to maximize every single player on the team so we can see what we have before we start trading these guys away, sending them off to other teams. You know, all the trade this guy, trade this guy, let's slow down. We haven't been able to rightfully assess the talent that we had given the circumstances of the past. But now this season, to me, this is why I'm not going to hang anybody based on what the win-loss records is. Unless it's something egregious like 20 games or something like that, or 25 games. Hey, if y'all touch 30, cool. You know what I mean? We're just trying to see what we have. Who are the stars? Who are the guys? Who are the dogs? Who are the players that we can rely on going forward? And I definitely think that Alperen Shangun has shown beyond a reasonable doubt that he's one of them. Look at the lineups that he's good with. Tari and, and KJ. What is that? Those are wings. You got Dylan Brooks coming in. What does that look like? You know what I mean? With Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Fleet assisting. With, with Jalen Green improving on that side of the, of, of the court. But the biggest question for all this is Jabari. Jabari, what are you going to do, bro? It's on you. He is going to be one of the biggest determinant of whether the Rockets have success early or not. It's going to be how Jabari's game translates into the second year. So it's going to be on him. Jalen has shown us when he's shown us. P has shown us when he showed us. We've seen Tari show us that he probably deserves to get that spot. But we know how the things go. Jabari's going to get every opportunity to show beyond a reasonable doubt that he doesn't deserve it. So I believe, I personally believe that he's going to take it this year. It's going to be on him, though. But if Jabari hits as a player with Alpi's talent, with Jalen's talent, with Fred and Dylan, it's a game changer. This year is going to be the Jabari show us year. Like, you got to show us something, brother. You got to show us something. And shout out to Coach Doka. Shout out to Coach Doka for being forward thinking. The Rockets are in great hands. That internal shift is just Coach Doka. We already know what it is. But y'all let me know what y'all think. Do y'all think that this year is going to be the year? And I, I really do appreciate the fact that we are going to get to see our guys being put in position to show their full talents. So is this something you want to see? Are you guys still not sold on Alpi as a center? Let me know in the comments and in the chat. Appreciate y'all boys. Keep rocking with the chop shop. We're going to keep dropping that fire.